Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager. Podcast episode 494. I'm joined by a wide variety of Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast guys. In this one, we have the Joker for our sixth year together doing picks. Or is it seventh? It's sixth. We have Darth Wager. We have Nikki Guns, Johnny the Mush, and of course, myself, the coach. And uh, we go through all our best bets for week one of the NFL. Remember, if you want to contact the coach, that's me or any of us, uh, you can reach us at our Gambling Talk Talk podcast uh, social media handles at Talk Gambling on Twitter and Instagram. The podcast guys, we use MyBookieAG for all our betting needs. And uh, use that promo code DARTH at checkout. You get a 50% sign up bonus. When you do that, you play, you win, you get paid at MyBookieAG. And if you don't want to use real money and you just want to you know, make the wagers and see how you do uh, using free coins, fake fake money, you can go to Vigit, the app, V-I-G-I-T. Use that promo code DARTH at checkout. You can also uh, click the link on my Twitter page at TalkGambling and join that way. We have a, a Gambling Talk Talk podcast betting league that you can join and and see how you match wits with us in NFL and, and college football uh, there. Don't forget about an author, the LER mini series, Cold Blood Red, Fourth and Dead, Squeeze Play. You can get it from me. Uh, just uh, send me an email, talkgambling at gmail.com, and I will uh, be sure to send you something out there. Uh, so there you have it. Let's get to the quiz and the Joker for the start of another NFL season. We learn all about how we started doing this podcast and why we started doing this podcast. Here we go with the Joker. What up? Joker Podcast 494. And 494. It's the, start, it's the start of another NFL season. And it all began. It all began back in the day when we were doing a, a picks pool for two years. And we we're like, we should make this a podcast. How long ago was that to be exact? It was our first podcast was October 19th, 2015. So I'm going to say we've been doing this probably since 2011. Yeah. Every, every Wednesday night, we would call each other up and go through every game and make picks together to win a pool that we're no longer a part of. We started our own pool, but it's just amazing. I, I, I felt like we had some good runs with those pools, though. We had a couple top 10 finishes and considering there were over 200 people in it, that's, and you had to pick every single game. And not to mention, you know, it's not like we agreed on every game either. No, no. And so we I, would keep track and, and bust each other's stones every time somebody had a better week. If absolutely. We just my picks. Yeah. <laughs> so and now we, here we are literally 10 years later. Holy shit. Yep. 10 years later. Podcast 494, almost podcast 500. Totally new platform I'm using. Thank you, Anchor. Uh, doing it by phone, clear as a bell. Uh, better than the early days if you can find those podcasts because Apple only saves the last 300. To get the oh. other ones, I'd have to make a new feed. You know what? That might be good because if I ever run for like uh... – a political position. I don't want people digging it up and hitting me with the cancel culture. Oh, I remember a joke about Paul Walker that did not go over too well. Yeah, I uh, apologize. What? I apologize to the family of Paul Walker, Robin Williams, <laughs> um, Betty White. Betty White, God bless her. She's still ticking. Yeah, but um, you, don't you still have her in a death pool? Every year I pick her, and every year she screws me. But she, you know, God bless her. How about how about when George Bush died? How bad Dan felt that he won the death pool. He felt awful. He should, you know, he really should. I mean, George Bush will go down as one of the great. Never mind. <laughs> uh, I still I still have my money on Gary Boosie, but he's still he's still kicking around. I literally just saw him on a new TV show. They have him in. Oh, really? It was weird. I was like, wow, they really gave him a TV show again. Okay, I th- you know what? I think it's celebrity rehab, though. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> now that I think about it, I think it was celebrity rehab. That's funny because I was just watching Lethal Weapon last week. But <laughs> we're, we were talking about the, it's funny. I binged watched the entire trilogy at work. Oh, wow. Because I've been making my kids watch it with me. Oh, that's very appropriate. <laughs> my wife was not happy the nine year old is watching Lethal Weapon. Yeah, I, I got the same thing when I let the 11 year old watch Fear Street and didn't realize that it was, um, you know, it's by R.L. Stein. And I said, oh, his movies are PG. It shouldn't be that bad. Maybe it's just rated R for language. Um, <laughs> viewer discretion. I had to say, Emmy, close your eyes about seven times. <laughs> um, it was more or less, more or less kind of like an old school throwback to like the early Friday, the 13th. Oh, wow. Um, but I'll tell you what, it was a great, great movie. Three part series. I recommend highly watching it. There we go. All right, let's get to the quiz. Let's see how you do. See how you oh, match boy. up against everybody. This person wore number 94. Still does. The active player. Active player. 94. He was born on July 10th, 1989. Six foot four, 287 pounds. Okay. Defensive lineman or end. Yep. Defensive end for the Saints. Oh. Drafted in 2011 in the first round, 24th pick overall. By the Dolphins? No, by the Saints. Okay. He's only played for the Saints. Does he is his first name share a first name with one of your sons? Yes. Cameron Wake. You got the last name wrong. Fuck. Cameron <laughs> Jordan. Cameron Jordan. <laughs> I was close though. <laughs> I mixed up. It should have been the, the name of one of your kids and the name of one of Dan's kids. Right. So that was uh you it took you Three lines of clues. So, how, we'll how did I do the guys do? I think I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I think I did the best out of everybody. I don't know. You're the first to go, so we're gonna find out. All right, we're leading off with you. I'm speaking of leading off. Are you, we're doing this a little different this year. Everybody's gonna have their own little piece of the pie, and just give the best bets. And at okay. the end, if any, if any games aren't mentioned, I'll clean it up at the end, as the coach usually does. So that's what the coach is for. How many games are you liking for week one of the NFL? I like three. He likes three. Yes. Which one is your third favorite? Not your best game, but your third favorite game. Third favorite is the Washington No Names. The Washington No Names. Going against, um, uh, uh, oh my gosh, brain fart. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers, not San Diego. Correct. And who do you like in that game, Joel? I, you know, I'm picking the Washington no names. Really? I'm, I'm, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay. They were an eight and eight team last year. Yeah. With no quarterback at all you sure they got a quarterback this year i and i'm not gonna lie i like fitz magic i really do but i even like his backup even more who oh, i the... thought heineke heineke who played amazing i thought at the end of the season and in the playoffs yeah yeah i i'm picking and it kills me to say this but their defense I think is a defense that could rival the 01 Ravens. No way. I yeah, gotta, I, I gotta push back coach, on that. Coach, they're, think they're, about it. Ravens had no quarterback and their defense carried them to that championship. I'm saying their defense isn't all that's made out to be. They lost, I believe they lost twice to Daniel Jones last year. And they face a lot of bad quarterbacks, and that is not the case this year. Uh, I just for is so good that they're most. You think I'll make up for the the rest of the de- the team that stinks? That that's my theory on that. All right. Okay. Uh, what's your uh, second favorite game of week one? 
I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. Oh, boy. I'm either going to get a lot of hate because I'm all over the NFC East. Yep. But, and all your bias because the Giants, no. I'm going with the Cowboys. Oh, Dallas. Wow. Okay. I got to hear the theory on this. Um, I think that so many people are writing them off. And they wrote, I think, they, I think they're going to come out swinging for the fences and shock a lot of people. So you're picking an upset against the team that's bringing everybody back from the Super Bowl against a team that has no defense that I could see and a quarterback with a bum shoulder and is coming off a leg that was broken in half. You know, the medical uh, field these days do amazing things. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, um, I mean, just case in point is look at Joe Nate. <laughs> yeah, it's been. Uh, he might he might move a little better than Dak right now. <laughs> for one pick for this week, correct? Absolutely. I got to hear your reasoning for this because I got to say I've been watching, and I haven't been impressed. I haven't been impressed with them, but I like their coach. I think um, guys know if they don't perform where they're going to end up. I think there's going to be players a little extra motivated to play a little harder. Um, And the Broncos aren't that good. Um, You got to say a home team getting points is always a, not a bad pick. I know it's the, the red flag, like, Oh, but you know what? Positive vibes, different year, different mindset. I'm going with the Giants, and I hope this is the start of something great they can work on. And I'm going to do another bold prediction. Oh, oh boy. Here we go. Bold prediction. Daniel Jones, 402 yards passing, three touchdowns, two picks. Two picks? Two picks. That aren't going to be his fault. Evan Ingram will somehow tip the ball to a player. It's one of those Ingram assist interceptions. Yes, he led the league in assists last year. Yes, he did. <laughs> I heard he even throws out his own son at the father-son football game. <laughs> oh, boy. So, uh, that's interesting, Joker. So, your picks in reverse order. The Washington football team, the Dallas Cowboys, and your best bet for week one. And you were the best of us in, in the best bets. Our best bet of the week. Last last year, Joker went seven and three. Somehow. I, I and, and it, is, I have no idea how I pulled that out, but hey, okay. Is the New York Giants. Are you sure you don't want to take a flyer on the Philadelphia Eagles just to cap off and take everybody from the NFC East in the first week? You know what? Let's do it. We're going Eagles, too. <laughs> okay, so it's guaranteed four. <laughs> He's taking every NFC East team. I'm like I'm like Frank the Tank. We're going to do one more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joker. Thank you very much. You are the leadoff character for the week. As we have a little competition, competition going on between all of our uh, Gambling Talk Talk podcast guys and and the winner of the week in the record gets to uh, pick which order they go in on the podcast. So Ooh. you are the oldest podcast uh, participant, so you get to go first. Probably not the wisest, but definitely the oldest. There we go. All right, Joker. All Have, right. A great, have a great job at work tonight. Oh, yeah. Shawshank, here we come. There we go. Good luck. All right. See you. Later. My first one is going to be San Francisco. San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. At the kneecap eating. Jared Goff quarterbacking. Yep. Detroit Lions. 
Yep. The spread is seven and a half. That is a terrible <clears throat> number right there. It is. Are you thinking about parlaying that with anything else? Nope. I just uh, I'm I'm gonna try a different style this year. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna probably do like three game, three single games, and then I'm gonna do one parlay and one teaser. And I'm going to try to stick to that format all year until the playoffs and see how I do. Because I got I got too crazy last year trying to <laughs> do too many games and it, it, you get crazy. So I, I'm going to try to be disciplined this year. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. So it's a great game to parlay. Other than San Francisco's on the road and I'm afraid of an upset. Um but you can get through the number seven in through the number three with a parlay on this game. So, yep. yep. So is this your best of the week or like of your it's three It's not games, my best game. This is rated number three? Uh, this is like two or three for me. I oh, just yeah. see this game as, as a – just a, a matchup, just a mismatch, matchup nightmare. Uh, you got a guy in Campbell, first-year head coach – you know, rah-rah, tough guy. I don't know how, how good he is with the X's and O's. Uh, the running back, Swift, for Detroit is banged up. Hey, uh, we've it, only seen a – He might not be good with the X's and O's, but he's got the experience of Anthony Lynn as his offensive coordinator. Why? Hey, there, there we go. we got a bad offensive coordinator. Um, what, uh, we, um, oh, we've seen a quarter, you know, a quarter of golf throughout the preseason – and all the reports I'm hearing out of Detroit are he is not looking good in practice. Not a lot of weapons on the outside there. And, uh, you know, the strength of their team's the O-line, so maybe they'll be able to get a little push. But that Niners defense is back. And uh, Detroit's defense is, not, is nothing stellar. And if, you know, Shanahan's had a lot of time to, to scheme this game and scheme these matchups. And I just think the Niners are going to come out and run the ball down this team's throat and then hit some big shots off the play action and bootlegs, and I just see this as being a rout. Yeah, I see that too, but I'm scared to death <clears throat> of a home dog getting more than a touchdown opening week. Yeah, week one, yep. And the 49ers yep. have a poor record against the sped as favorites. Just yep. word to the warning to the warning to use Niners backers. So, all right, what's your next game, Nick? Um. Minnesota at Cincinnati. Oh my God! What okay. do you got? I that this game scares the hell out of me too. Uh, not not me. Even even though the line it moved, I think it moved from three to three and a half. There's okay. now now there's there's now a hook. Yes, it's three and a half. And I didn't. Okay, got it. Now I just think uh, you know Zimmer played nobody in the preseason. You know, people don't realize the amount of injuries that they had on defense last year. Uh, gets all his guys back. He's got a fresh, healthy Dalvin Cook. Um, you got Cousins not in prime time. Besides Belichick, Zimmer's the best coach there is covering the spread. Um, Cincinnati, Burrow, definitely not back 100% yet. Uh, the offensive line looks in shambles right now. As always uh, for Cincinnati. Yep. Jamar Chase, you know, you can't have a worse preseason than he's had. He can't be going into this game too confident. Um, I think this is one of these, you know, Zimmer ball games where, where they grind it out here and they win this game like 20 to 10 or 20 to 7 or something like that. They just control the ball, dominate. I like Minnesota going on the road into, into the jungle and uh, beating up a, a Cincinnati team that I think will be better later in the year than, the, than they are early. I am shocked you're going against these numbers right now. Uh, yep. well, I'm going to give a Harbinger of bad news for your pick. You ready? All right. Yep. The Bengals the last eight years in week one games are 5-2-1 and one against the spread. Wow. Yeah. All right. Beware. They start out hot. Doesn't – doesn't, doesn't move my my judgment here, but uh, okay. um, I just I could see that game that game getting ugly. All right, what's your next one? Um, this next one I like is uh, Philly at Atlanta. Oh, you like yep. Philly? I like Philly. Wow, that's that's yep. 
So Joker's already done his picks, and he okay. did a he did a flyer on Philly as well. Yep, uh, I like them getting the hook. Yep. Um, I think Jalen Hurts will will. I just don't see any way that Atlanta's going to blow Philly out. Um, Philly's the more physical team. Philly's probably the more talented team. Um, I like I like Philly's coach a lot. Um, I know Atlanta's probably been keeping a lot under wraps with Pitts and stuff like that, but um, I just don't think they have the horses. I love Philly's D-line. Um, I like their linebackers. They're a physical team. Uh, I'll take them on the road getting the three and a half. I agree with you on that defensive line at Philly, but I think Atlanta's got the better offensive weapons and offensive line. That's a that's a tough game. I think that's a toss up game. So I guess the three and a half that would be a that's a fair that's a fair yep. one to go with. All right, do you yep. have a do you have a lock of the week? Should I tell say it already? Is it the Steelers? Nope, nope. Uh, that game, by the way, I have swung on that game three times already in the last week. Oh, so let me just give a. I'm staying away, but I want to. I want to just give my my take on that game. Your two cents. My two cents, and this is the way it is leaning today. I think the Steelers might be walking into an ambush. Um, few key Steelers, you know, put on IR this week. So like Stefan Tuitt, um, their start, their starting left tackle, who, um, you know, he played he played the first series last year. Tore his knee up. He recuperated all year, tried to play during the preseason. He's still not ready. So they got a rookie in Dan Moore Jr. starting at left tackle. First start in his NFL. He's, he played good in the preseason, but that's a lot different. Buffalo drafted pass rushers. Their whole goal is to beat Kansas City, and the only way you beat Kansas City is by getting pressure on Mahomes. And the way Josh Allen has looked this preseason – Listen, I still believe in the Steelers. I still think they're going to win that division, and I still think they're going to the playoffs. But I got a feeling this is just not a good place for them to be going week one, never mind the fact T.J. Watt has yet to sign his contract. But he hasn't practiced so all, yet. No, not once. And if he doesn't sign by Wednesday, he may not play in that game, or if he does, it may be on a limited role. So if that's the case, that line might even move. Um, well, not only that, but don't you have a rookie center for Pittsburgh going to? We have a rookie rookie center starting, yep. And we also have a second-year guards, a very young offensive line, and this is their first game. And I'm sure uh, McDermott, you know, he's going to put those guys to the test. And then I just worry. I could see, like, Josh Allen coming out and throwing, like, t- 25 out of the first 30 plays or – you know, something crazy, and, and they had a lot of trouble with Diggs last year. So, for a while there, I was like, I can't believe the Steelers are getting this much. But it, it, it's almost like, to me, they're they're begging you to take the Steelers. But I don't know. I've swung back and forth, and I may swing back if they sign Watt. Or, you know, it's just it's a lot of points to be given. But I just got a feeling they, that game might be a 43 to 14, like, Oof. you know, the Steelers are done, and here, you know – they're they're done. Watt, forget about them. Blah blah blah. But they'll they'll be back. But I'm just I'm worried about this one. I don't often think that about them either. Wow. wow. Yep. Um, yep. I, no, I like uh, no, I like one more game before my lock, and that's okay. uh, the Jets in Carolina. Oh, jeez, you're going with Carolina, aren't you? Absolutely. You're you're crazy. No it's way. A, oh my god. They're better than you think. Their defense is better than you think. There's a lot of weapons on that team. People forget McCaffrey's back. Don't sleep on this Carolina team. They got a lot of playmakers. He's not going to have to carry the load. Their offense has to distribute. The the offensive line for Carolina is not that good. Sam Darnold's going to be under pressure by the Jets. The Jets have a great defensive coach as a head coach now. But they have no pass rushers. They lost their top two pass rushers. It doesn't matter. They signed that one guy. He always got the San Francisco 49ers defense players to overachieve individually. He'll do the same yeah. thing. He, he also had a lot more talent on San Francisco. Yeah. A lot. And listen, you're, you got a rookie quarterback for the Jets who I, I, you've heard it from me from day one. I think this kid's a bust. And he's playing his first game in the NFL on the road. Who's he throwing the ball to? 
Yeah. Nobody. Becton's had issues all off season. They don't even know if the guy's going to play, whether it's mental or physical. Their offensive line's in shambles. I think Carolina gets after them. I like Carolina at home. All right. So which is your best bet? So my stone cold Alaskan lead pipe five-star silver bullet lock of the week is the Sunday night game. McVay and the L.A. Rams with Stafford. I think he wants to show the world, this is why we traded for this guy. This is what I can do with a real quarterback. You saw nothing from them in, in, the, in the preseason. They're laying in the weeds. The Bears have a horrible secondary. You got Dalton in prime time, Sunday night, opening week in L.A., this has blowout written all over it. I can already see Deshaun Jackson running through that secondary. You know how he goes off every week one of the NFL season. Yeah, when he's healthy. He'll have his two, <laughs> yeah, two, two catches for 160 yards. Cooper Cup will be running loose through that secondary. I think Stafford puts on an air raid clinic, and they blow Chicago out of the, out of the building. So these two teams have played actually quite a bit the last few years, and it seems to be low-scoring yes. games. Yep. So those low-scoring games with a high spread, that scared me away from it. Listen, the, the, the golf era is over. This, yeah. this Ram team is, is not the same Ram team that you're, you're going to be used to seeing. I they do can't, like... they have no, Bears have no offensive line. Right. And now good luck blocking Aaron Darnold. They have no playmaker. They have one good receiver, and he's going to get Ramsey on them. And you got Dalton in prime time. Man, I smell trouble. Well, I, I would be scared of the Bears defense, but I think Matthew Stafford might be a little familiar with them. Yes. And this is the uh the thing that scares me. Trend that scares me in this one. The Bears are thirteen and five against the spread in their last eighteen games as a road dog. Yeah, <laughs> did you, you see you that? Take, that's that's a you can take Dalton cover. and all that. Yeah, it is. But I it just like I said, I, this is just it, when it, when the quarterback changes and I don't know. There, there's no offensive line. I'll be shocked if they're in this game at halftime. Shocked. Yeah, I, I've. Yep. Yeah, I, I I I am still unsettled with what I want. I wish I put bets down about two weeks ago when the numbers were a little your, better for some of my games. Your, your, your Houston line moved in your favor. Yes, it did. But if it's moving in my yep. favor, there's a reason why. Yeah. And it's not good. You know, it, yep. it, it's sharp money moving that line and it's, it's not yep. moving because they're betting on Houston, which I yep. like, but I, I'm going to, I'm going to dwell on it one more day before I, I settle on my, I, right now I'm, I'm basically, I have three picks, one lock. And one of my locks might be Thursday night. So Okay. So that game I'm scared of. Um, I think Tampa's gonna roll them, but I think everybody thinks that, so I'm not really sure. I'm I'm still there's still some games I have interest in. I have interest in that. I like Denver at the Giants, but that game's up not, to three not, now. Yeah, not enough to convince me yet. And I got a just a weird feeling about the Raiders on Monday night against Baltimore. Yeah. I think Baltimore is in shambles right now. They just lost their another running back. Uh, so they, they they lost their second and third string running backs to injuries. Well, really, their first and their third string. So now all they got is Edwards. They lost their backup, uh, Justice Hill, uh, tore his ACL the other day. On top, of, on top of Dobbins. Lamar's not been practicing with these guys because of COVID. Mostly, he missed 10 days during the preseason there. They're two of their best – well, they're Bateman, their kid they drafted, and another one of their good receivers are starting the season on the IR. So, again, who's he going to throw to besides Andrews and Hollywood Brown? I don't know. Just be wary. The Raiders might come out on these dudes, and they're getting four and a half at home. That's another game that I'm leaning right now, Raiders. And if the Raiders ever get a lead, we know Baltimore can't come back from it. No, and that's how you beat Baltimore, right? That's what Kansas City does to them, right? Yep. Jump on them and then make them throw the ball, and we know that can't happen. So, yeah, 
Well, my little yep. nugget, my little nugget for that game is Baltimore's five and zero against the spread in the last five Week One games. Yeah, Lamar's also like, like, what? What does I heard a stat today? Like Week One or something like that. He's like thirteen five. I don't know. It's some not Week One, but like his last like so many Monday night games, something like that. He's he's got a ridiculous number against the spread. Yeah. All right, guns. Well, so that's where that's where I'm starting my week. Things may change, but as of right now, that's where I'm I'm headed. All right, we're gonna have to talk about some some parlays and teasers later in the week because I think I think this board is set up for parlays uh, because a lot of seven and a halfs and eights out there. I think we can yep parlay a few of these games to a better a more favorable number in our that we'd like. Yeah, listen. Normally, you know me. I don't like going against those big spreads, but I just look at a few of the worst teams in football. I think the bears are one of the worst. I think the Rams are so improved. I think um, Detroit is going to be awful. And I love the 49ers. I actually have the 49ers uh, in the NFC championship this year. Um, and I just, I don't know those. So I'll, those big spreads I'm willing to lay. And uh, I think the jets are one of the worst teams in football. And I think they're going to have a lot of trouble when they head down to Carolina. So we didn't get so to do normally, our we didn't get to do our division pod. Who's your two Super Bowl teams? My two Super Bowl teams are we're going a rematch, Tampa KC. Oh, you went this talk. time KC. This this time KC comes out on top. All right, so I I leaned a little differently. I got Packers breaking through finally. Been the last two NFC Championship games, they get to the Super Bowl, and they beat. Rookie Mac Jones and the New England Patriots. Okay. I have New England in my final four. I mean, in my, I have them actually in the NFC championship, AFC, AFC championship. Yeah. That, yep. I think with that defense and Belichick, a lot of things can get done. And I think Mac Jones, I said it already, the second coming to Brady. And he's already taken well, a veteran spot, just like Brady did the blood cell. Yep. I almost, I thought, you know, I wanted to see that New England team with, cam there and i thought they would just like pound teams into the ground and i still think they're gonna do that but now i think having mac there it just it opens up the field for them he's gonna have some some games where he struggles but uh overall i think he's gonna have a really really good rookie season brady was a game manager when he first started remember that yep that's true yep yep all right yep all right coach Yep. I'll talk to you soon. Uh, good luck. Good Got luck uh, in practice yep. this week. <laughs> Thank you. See ya. All right. Uh, my three picks. I am ready. Johnny the Mush to start off the year. Are you, have you signed up for the super contest yet? I not only have signed up, but I've made my picks conditionally so far. I'm, oh, I'm very excited. I'm very oh, excited excellent. about this. Excellent. Excellent. Let me, let me tell you, week one is always, for me, the worst week. Because I can never the this year is is worse than most because we only have three preseason games. There was nothing. There's a lot that was changing. I have absolutely no idea how sure I am about any of these teams. So I feel like I'm guessing this one, but but there was one thing I'm sure of. That is the NFC East sucks, <laughs> and so my three games are all NFC East games. Well, you know what's kind of funny because you don't know this yet, but the first part of the podcast is the Joker, and he went with all NFC East teams to cover. Really? Yeah. So we're completely opposite each other on this. Absolutely. All right. So here's here's my three. So uh, it's Denver, Washington, and uh, again, I think Washington's the best of the NFC. Yep. I kind of think Denver's that frisky team. And I feel like, I think the cover is, is it two and a half or three and a half? I, I'm sorry, I'm in the car, guys, right now. So I'm doing this while I'm in the car, uh, which is why we're all not doing this in person today. Um, so for the, which game? Washington uh, Chargers yeah. or Denver and the Giants? Sorry, Denver and the Giants, my mistake. It is uh, up to three now. It's up to three. So, you know, I I don't think the the, uh, the Giants are ready yet. Uh, for the prime time, I think Denver is a very frisky team. 
And uh, I, I just feel like three and a half points is enough for them to cover. Sorry, three points is enough for them to cover. I think I was three and a half when I picked them. Um, but I, I'm sorry, Coach. I know you love your Giants, but I, I, I think that first week, they're not going to be good. I, I, it might not be. It might be more than just the first week, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, but we're going to know after the first week whether or not they've got anything inside of them at all. You know? I think, it all, I think it all comes down to that offensive line. Yeah, I agree. They, they've spent a ton of money on offense. Unfortunately, they haven't put it in the offensive line other than uh, Nate Soldier, their new right tackle instead of left tackle. And so yeah. I, 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 I can't even argue with that on this one because I don't think Bridgewater is going to turn over the ball. And I think if you don't turn over the ball, Daniel Jones will eventually give you the game. So I, I, I didn't see anything in the preseason that – that dissuaded me from that line of thinking. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, to go along with what you said, what do we really know about these teams in the preseason? A lot of the teams didn't even play any of their guys the entire time. Yeah, yeah. And, and did the Joker pick this game? He picked the Giants as his lock of the week. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yeah, see, see, I mean, and I'm not even saying he's wrong. I just don't think there's enough information to really know for sure. Yeah. You know, but I, but I did like, I do like what I've, what I've seen with Denver, not in the preseason, but just like the way they're trying to run this team. Yeah. Um, I just feel like they, they've got a plan and the Giants plan is not much different from last year. So I, I just, I don't, I don't see if it was seven points, I'd have a different opinion, but at three points, I take Denver. Yeah. I, I would have liked Denver at two and a half more than the three, which, it's funny because we're recording this on a Wednesday night. On Tuesday, me and the Joker talked, and it was two and a half. And he liked the Giants with even two and a half. But, yeah, that three, number three scares me a little bit because the Giants do have a plan defensively and special team-wise. I just don't like their offense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, game number two is Chargers-Washington, uh, right? Um, yep, and the Chargers are laying one and a half points. Yeah, so that's – so that's just a pick them. Like, who do you think is going to win that game? Yeah, because really the game finished one or two points. Exactly, exactly. And while I think Washington's okay, there's a couple of things that I'm thinking. Is one is, you know, despite uh, despite the coaches' uh, uh, demand for COVID um, uh, vaccines, even though he's getting vaccine, I have no idea what's going to happen. And I don't. I, I, I sit there good but i don't know that they're healthy or that they will be healthy and that chargers team is i think pretty good and they're going to be gunning and herbert's going to be gunning i think they're going to be able to score points even with a good denver uh, sorry a good washington defense so i i am a little hesitant in washington for just what you said like the, the coach is pleading with them to get the vaccine they're still not getting it i wonder how together that team is Never mind healthy. The only question mark I have is Chargers, new coach, should be an upgrade, but do we really know that yet? And Herbert is now on the road with a crowd. He hasn't played having to deal with crowd noise and all that stuff in the NFL yet. I think you're going to get that first week bounce with a new coach, um, and I think they know they're good, and I think they know that their coach last year gave away a bunch of games. The other thing about the Chargers is they – changed a lot of the pieces on their offensive line and yeah a lot of times that doesn't work it worked for buffalo a couple years ago but sometimes when you put a bunch of new parts on an offensive line bad things happen yeah i i listen i don't know what time's that game do you do you you have the time of the game i believe it's a one o'clock game it's a one o'clock game that's the other thing that made me a little bit nervous you know it's an early game the west um it's 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 an early game it's later for the for Washington. I don't know. I, I always get a little weirded out about that, but I just think this Chargers team is actually pretty good. And I thought they were pretty good last year, uh, and they were just coached into oblivion, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it is a 1 o'clock game. I can confirm that. Yeah. And then I'll give you a third, even though I didn't put it in my text to you. Yep. The third, and I everything in my heart is telling me not to tell you this or to pick it in any way, shape, or form. But Dallas is full of a bunch of morons, and Tampa Bay is going to play them. And it's going to be – they are going to go nuts on Dallas. And they've been watching them 
on hard knocks, just like we, I don't think they got anything. I just don't. I don't know if Dak can throw the ball downfield. I think this is a team from last year that is used to each other. They've got like a week or two ahead of schedule uh, against anybody else because they already, it's the same team basically as last year. And they're uh, all vaccinated. And they're, they're all vaccinated. They're not going to lose. The seven and a half would all, almost always give me pause. but it's and, and they're going to be guns drawn on this game. It, it's moved from seven and a half. You know this? No, no, no. I saw it seven and a half today. What, do you, what, do you, what is that now? Uh, it's up to eight and a half, and I've seen some books at nine and a half. So if you don't – you could have had this a month ago at six and a half. And this, this was going to be one of the games I picked. And I still might because I think it's – I have. The, I think Tampa Bay is 14 points better than Dallas. I do too, but I – like that like in other words they're going to take their foot off the pedal at some point right i'm worried about that dallas offense getting a backdoor touchdown and covering yeah exactly the seven and a half i was okay with now that you're saying it's up to nine is that what you said Uh, i got eight and a half on my bookie ag but i have seen nine and a half at some places that extra point of important yeah i mean between after you get after seven and a half Seven and a half to nine and a half. I mean, there's a, a, a little bit of a play on eight because of the two-point conversion. Right. But once you get over 10, that's where the difference matters. I mean, the da- Dal- I could see Dallas doing like, not that the game would be close, right? But like they get ahead early, right? They start sl- they start slowing down, right? And then Dallas gets one of those jump TDs that we can't stand at the very <laughs> end of the game, you know? And just gets, you know what I mean, gets enough to get up to that, to eight points. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, it makes me a little more, I, I, I think I'm going to have to withdraw my pick. <laughs> so that's one, that one's out. That one's right, out. That one's out. All so right. those are the, th- so those are the two then that I thought I went, like I said, because I didn't feel like I knew what was going on from watching. It felt very strongly about it. I just thought I'm just going to pick against the division that I know play with anyone else johnny you're picking more and more unlike a mush only having two games that's actually probably what you should be doing when you're picking nfl games if you have more than two or three that it makes me pause and think uh this person's just picking every game like you should there shouldn't be that many games on the board you actually like well for the super contest every week i have two that i feel pretty confident about the third one i feel less confident the fourth one is I start to flip a coin, and the fifth one is just really just pure guess. Yeah, uh, I I'm usually good for two or three picks, and then the fourth and fifth is, you know, I'm listening to other people what they think and trying to get some influence to get those fourth and fifth because I. I yeah, I got to look back. I think the super contest still has that Tampa Bay game at seven and a half. I think it locked in. It does because because the last. Yeah, so I think I'll there. keep that. Yeah, it, that and I. I've been looking. I stayed away from the three and a half with New England. I stayed away with. I stayed away from some teams that I liked. I stayed away from that Cleveland game a little bit, even though it looks on paper like you should pick and shut up. But I, I just there's something about that that feel right. Yeah. Stay clear. I, I started picking some really weird Minnesota. I think I picked like it was just some weird picks this week for the Super yeah. Contest. Yeah, I have some. I have some strange ones. My. The two games I have locked, nobody else has. So we'll 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 see. If what what are your what are your? Are you, have you done it yet? Have you done it yet or not? I have, I have not done it yet. I'm not going to do it yet. I'm still waiting. All right, I'll, listen, I'll have to listen. Yeah. But the uh, the only nobody's picked the two games I have as a lock. So we'll see what happens. All right, all right. All right. So we'll have to listen. Then next week, can we be in person again? We'll, we'll uh, be what again? We'll be in person again next week. Yeah, hopefully. We'll see, we'll see how the schedules are. Everybody's schedule is uh, pretty wild this week, so we had to do everything via phone. Okay. Because so. it's not as much fun without without jabbing Nikki right right in person, you yeah. know, so that I, I feel like I got to run at some point at the end of the night. <laughs> it's, it's ironic that you sit right next to me. You think you let me separate the, you two. It's not as much fun unless I feel a little fair. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you're driving doing this because I was afraid you were going to do it naked at home, and I wasn't sure what the picks were. Well, I, I could be naked driving. You don't know. 
Oh, Jesus, what? help us. I <laughs> hope <laughs> nobody gets near. Oh, boy. Uh, all right, Johnny. I think we got to end right. on that. All right. That's great. All right. Hope to see you next week. Good luck. Okay. Thanks, Coach. Bye. All right. Bye. Darth Wager, NFL week number one. You have some, you have some good uh, force choke locks of the week. I have one. You know, week one is normally a crapshoot. Um, I have a lot of decisions to make because I'm going to pick them league come tomorrow. I'm in three fantasy football leagues. This is too much for Darth Wager. You know, yes. he normally has to focus on one. One dark side, not not uh three galaxies. You're you're, you're fighting a, a multi front war with the Death Star. Yes, exactly. And the Death Star, you know, has its has its uh, flaws. Yes. All right. So, what game do you want to lead off with? We're going NFL, right? To start NFL to start week one. Let's go with the Jets versus the Panthers. Jets versus the Panthers, and only Nikki Guns had a pick in this one. He was backing the Jets. What line did you guys use? Uh, we had it at four and a half. Um, look, we recorded this yesterday. It's still four and a half in my bookie, AJ. Oh, I have five in some areas, but I'll take the four and a half, and I, I'm going to go against the Sex Panthers, and I'm going to go for the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Oh, what do you like about the Jets? Uh, I, it's not what I like about the Jets. I just, oh, I'm sorry. Nick like Carolina. Yeah, I'm not impressed with Carolina. All they have is a running back. Yeah. So I, I agree with you. I, I like the Jets. It's not one of my picks, but I, I agree with you. And yeah. I'm sorry. I probably don't have the in-depth analysis that uh, the guns had, but uh, I just I don't feel good about Carolina. And and week one bets, you bet against the team. Like, you don't bet for teams that you think are going to win. You bet against the teams that you think are not going to be good enough. And they suck. So yeah. I, I don't think Carolina's good. That seems like a lot of points for a team that played in a lot of close games last year. They're three and eight in one score games last year, the Carolina yeah. Panthers. All right, what's your second they, pick? See, I didn't even need to provide uh, stats. You gave them to me. I got you back. I got you back there. Uh, the second game it's the Patriots versus the Dolphins. You're the only one on this game. Yeah, I mean, you don't know what to expect with Big Mac Jones, um, but I don't know. Now that now that I'm talking about it, um, the, the line is three. The line is three. I mean, you could have had. I mean, you you like the Dolphins, right? I I did, but now that I'm talking about it, and and, you, you, and, and I'm the, telling you, it might move to three and a half because it's minus one hundred five. And Belichick's in my head. I'm going to go Patriots money line. You're going Patriots money line? Hold on. You told me you were going to take the Dolphins and the points. I know. I wanted to keep you on your uh, – I wanted to keep wow. you on your, on your toes. Okay. It's in It's in Foxborough. I just – I don't know. Maybe I should have just stayed away from that game. I think you might have made a right choice because Miami's 1-8 and eight against the spread in New England. The last Yeah, and I, and I don't believe in Tua. So, and uh, how how good of a scouting report do they have on Mac? Not great yet. Um, and it's the battle of Alabama uh, quarterbacks. Yeah, but Miami is usually a good team against the spread as a dog, but they've been terrible in the last few September's against the spread. So, yeah, I I, I like that Pat's money line bet. Maybe you could parlay it with another one. Another one like the Giants money line. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're nuts if you do the Giants money lines. The Joker, that's his lock of the week. Johnny Aces picked Denver, getting three points. But what do you what do you like about the Giants? The Giants are getting three, uh, and they're getting three at home yep. against a Broncos team that I, I'm not too high on. I I think. Uh, we have Barkley coming back. We signed a bunch. And I say we. So right there, I'm already going downhill. It's not we. I don't own any part of the fucking Giants. And you stop talking like that because I, I, those people sound like homers. Um, but <laughs> I don't 
I don't think uh, I'm not impressed with Denver's offense, and I think the Giants have everything coming back. So as long as Saquon can not go out and tear an ACL, then the Giants, not we, should be all right and at least cover the three points or, or actually lose by less than three points. Lose, and, but if you parlay that with the Pats money lines, there you go. Yeah, I know. And then I could parlay it with my fourth show clock of the week. Oh, and your fourth show clock of the week is what? Well, now I, I don't know what you guys have for a line. I have Bills minus six and a half. That is what I have as well. But Roethlisberger is old. I'm betting against Roethlisberger. Get that straight. I am not betting for the Bills. I'm not betting for the Steelers. I'm betting against Roethlisberger. There's no way he has anything left uh, in the tank. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing is left in that tank other than maybe beating people up. Um, uh, me and you were on the same page with that, and I told Nick that. I go, he's Eli Manning. You guys just don't know it yet. <laughs> oh, he's, I, he's, I think he's going to be worse than Eli. I was an Eli denier for two years, and he was done. Like, I missed out the boat for two years. So, yeah, I'm agreement with you on that, but I'm not touching. But that's your lock of the week, huh? Lock. Force choke. Lock of the week. Now, granted, I, I will uh, send you what I end up picking in my Pick'em League when you have to pick all the games and you number them on yep. uh, that scale. I'll send you what my picks are come Sunday because I'm sure they'll be very different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, Darth. There's only one person left to go. And that's me. Last but not least, me the coach with my picks for week one of the NFL. And I have two games that nobody from the podcast guys has picked yet. My first game, I'm going to Tennessee. Arizona is getting three points. And I took this on Wednesday because it's three plus 115. So I'm afraid... Uh, the number um, might go down to two and a half, and I didn't want that to happen. So I took the three. I like Arizona. Uh, I'm not sure that Tennessee offense will be the same without Arthur Smith. I like the number of three, (laughs) uh, getting that many points. Arizona, uh, I think they're battle-tested with that tough NFC West last year. They got some veterans there. I think they're healthy early. That's going to help them. And the QB battle, I think maybe Tannehill has the advantage, but Ty- Kyler Murray's not far off. Coaching battle, I, I gotta go. I gotta go with Tennessee on that one. Anybody willing to cut off their own penis for a playoff win, uh, for a Super Bowl win, you know he's a motivated individual. Uh, the third down offense and, and uh, red zone offense goes to Tennessee, but that Arizona defense is much better than what Tennessee offers on third down and in red zone. And then when it comes to offensive, defensive lines, I really like Arizona and on both sides of the trenches there. So I think they dominate up front, and I think Murray's going to have time. He's going to be healthy. And I like Arizona going on the road and winning in week one as a road dog plus three points. Here's my lock of the week. Can't believe I'm doing this, but I am. The numbers tell me to take it. But... <laughs> I was getting two and a half, and now I'm getting three. And I haven't taken the game yet because I think it might go all the way up to three and a half. People are on Jacksonville. They shouldn't be. I'm on the Houston Texans, my best bet for week one. Jacksonville, a road favorite in week one in a division game. Division games in week one. The the The... The, a road favorite just doesn't cover. It doesn't happen. The dog is 12-5 and five against the spread in the last 17 games when these two teams play. I think Houston has a small advantage at quarterback. I know Deshaun Watson's not playing. Tyrod Taylor right now is better than Trevor Lawrence. Offensive and defensive line. I'm going to give offensive line to Houston. Not that their offensive line is great. It's because Jacksonville is so bad. Jacksonville might have the advantage on the defensive line, but I think it's not, it's negated because Houston's defensive line does not look like world beaters against Jacksonville. And then you go to third down offense. I like Houston. Uh, 
So I also like the, the defense on third down from the Texans. I, I'm I'm going with the Houston Texans this one. I think they might even win it outright. There's not many games they could win on the schedule outright. This is going to be one of them. I think uh, Cauley's more uh, NFL ready as a coach than Meyer. The veteran team in Houston over a young Jacksonville QB. And again, that Jacksonville offensive line is so bad. I think it's going to lead to some easy Houston points in this one. So that is my lock of the week. So we've had the Joker. We've had Nicky Guns. We've had the Mush. We've had Darth Wager. There's only been three games that we haven't picked. I'm going to pick them for you right here. The three leftover games. These are coaches' leftovers, right? Baltimore is laying four and a half points at Las Vegas on Monday night. And this is a game where everybody's on a chase. All the the money they lost on Sunday. And they're going to go with Baltimore. And it's really dangerous to do that. Vegas can score. It's four and a half points. I know Baltimore's 5-0 against the spread their last five week one games. But they've played some weak sisters in those games. Baltimore technically has the advantage everywhere. From quarterback, offensive line, defensive line, uh, third down offense and defense, red zone offense and defense, the coaching battle. But Vegas's offense will put up points. It's a Monday night. They're going to have fans at Vegas for the first time. I actually think it will be a home crowd. I'm not sure it will be much of a home crowd after this week, but I think it will be this week. And week one of the NFL, Vegas getting four and a half points. Green Bay and New Orleans. And this line moved to four and a half. And what the what the Saints did to make sure it was difficult for Green Bay to have a home field advantage. Like in Hurricane Katrina, they had to go to the Giants and play a home game. And the Giants definitely had a home field advantage. They picked Jacksonville because it was the most expensive flight from Green Bay to go to Jacksonville. Uh, they, they, they looked at... Um, Aaron Rodgers' uh, gameplay in Jacksonville on the road wasn't that good. So they did all their homework. Congratulations. I, I think that's pretty good. I think this will be a tight game. Good coaching matchup. I think New Orleans has the uh, New Orleans has the advantage there, but it's the Green Bay. You know, Matt Lafleur is pretty good. I think he's proven himself the last couple of years getting the NFC Championship game. QB battle uh, definitely goes to Green Bay. Let's hope Jameis uh, has, has a, you know, doesn't play like the last time he played for a team in Florida. Offensive and defensive line goes to New Orleans. Uh, but, you know, the third down efficiency on offense and red zone efficiency on offense goes to Green Bay. I think it's going to be a close game. I think the four and a half points is too much. I'll take New Orleans in the four and a half. And Hoya Hoops, I'm sorry I made you wait all the way to the end of the podcast to, to hear about Cleveland and Kansas City. Nobody wanted to take this game except me about two months ago in July when I said Cleveland would win this game on the field. It's not one of my best bets because Andy Reid is basically coming off a bye. And, and, and Kansas City is 12-2 and two against the spread in their last 14 games in September. But I will make a wager on Cleveland, money line, to win this game straight up. The, the spread is 6 Cleveland is 4-1 and one against the spread. Their last five games is a road dog. You know, they've been terrible against the spread in week one, though. I realize that, but they've been great as a road dog. I think Cleveland has the advantage in the trenches, offense, and defensive line. QB advantage, I have to give it to Kansas City in this one, but I don't think Baker Mayfield's a slouch, although I most people in the world somehow disagree with me. I think you're nuts. Um, coaching advantage, Casey, but slight. I think Stefanski is a real deal. Third down efficiency, offensively and defensively, goes to Kansas City, believe it or not. But the red zone efficiency, offense and defensively, goes to Cleveland. This is going to be a close game. I think Cleveland surprises Kansas City in this one. There's always a surprise in week one. I think this is it. It's usually from a last week, last year it was. Indianapolis losing in Jacksonville. You look at these high spread games. Do you think it's Dallas going to win at Tampa? Eh. Do you think it's Pittsburgh going to win at Buffalo? Not with a corpse known as 
uh, as Ben Roethlisberger at quarterback behind no offensive line. Welcome to Eli Manning's life the last three years of his career, um, Big Ben. Uh, another big spread that you got the San Francisco 49ers at Detroit. I really don't see Detroit upset in San Francisco. So your next big spread game is Cleveland at Kansas City. Two good teams. I'm going Cleveland. Money line in that one. If you want to actually wager on these games, go to our friends in Costa Rica. MyBookieAG. Use the promo code DARTH at checkout. Get a 50% sign-up bonus. And if you don't want to bet real money, use the app Vigit, V-I-G-I-T. Go Join the Gambling Chalk Talk podcast uh, betting league, and you can bet college football games, NFL games against me and the, the guys in the league there. And uh, even though it's fake money, you can win real prizes at Vigit. And then uh, if you want one of my books, email me at talkgambling at gmail.com. And I uh, hope everybody has a great end to the work week. And as always, may the picks be with you.